Hey, welcome back to another episode of Discovery Call. Today we have Sarah Walker, and today is going to be all about bookkeeping. Now, if you were to tell me a month ago that I would be laughing my way through an episode with a bookkeeper, I might have looked at you a little bit funny. But Sarah Walker was a joy to talk to, and I think just listening to her, you can just really get her heart and hear her passion for helping business owners have a stress-free experience with their bookkeeping. So if you are looking for a bookkeeper, or maybe you're not ready yet to do that, but you do need some help with your books and need some tips. And even for those who might be stay-at-home moms and interested in how you can make bookkeeping a trade that might help you work from home, this is the episode for you. So without further ado, let's get to it. And I introduce to you, Sarah Walker. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right, welcome. And can you tell our listeners who you are and where you're from and a little bit about you? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. My name is Sarah Walker and I'm owner of Making Waves Management Group. And we are a currently a bookkeeping and payroll services company located in Northern California. And we service small business owners, helping them get their finances straightened out in inline design accounting um, procedures and processes for their business so that they don't have to worry about financially what is happening, what is happening in their business, and they can see what their actual financial picture of their business looks like. Yes, I was really excited to have a, a bookkeeper and someone in your field on this. And it, it might be a little selfish because I want to learn so much more about it. <laughs> but like, I think that's such a good, good thing because I think oftentimes people like me who don't understand or not natural towards bookkeeping, um, we don't have a very accurate picture of what's going on. It is something that takes just um, a little bit of specialized knowledge, a little bit of specialized skills, so some proper procedures, some great practices for you and your business, um, and, and you can really systematize it that way. Um, and so it can be really simple with just learning a few tips, tricks, and processes, Danielle. So um, how long have you been in business? I mean, what kind of brought you into uh, this field? I have been in business for about six years. Um, I have a background in finance and then had children and needed to start start working, earning some income, even though I was home with the kids, like so many mothers out there. Um, and so bookkeeping really just came naturally to me. I was originally trading other people bookkeeping for babysitting and that kind of thing. And so it just organically grew into this, this awesome little side hustle. And then about two years ago, I had the vision to be like, you know what? Other moms need to earn income. Um, and they don't need to sell stuff to their friends and neighbors. Cause I have been, you know, in some of those awesome, um, and very challenging businesses. <laughs> so that my idea was to grow my business, to train other stay at home moms to be bookkeepers. 
and really um, systematize everything so that I could give other moms the opportunity clock in, do some great work that's helping other businesses get organized and then really just clock out and, um, you know, go back to their families and not have to worry about, you know, selling something or running their own business, but give them an opportunity. And that's really what got me thinking about growing my own business um, and taking it to the next level was like, who else can I help with this in terms of my employees, in terms of other small businesses? Um, and so it's really just grown incredibly organically from CPAs that we work with and really happy clients through, you know, the last two or three years. And um, we now have a team of four working with me now, and definitely we're about to launch into the next level. I'm getting my first website done right now as we speak. I have a, an assistant that's helping me get all of this dialed in and help me keep track of all the little things. Um, and I've hired an offshore accounting team to pick up some of that slack that is like, you know, with bookkeeping and businesses, sometimes you're like overwhelmed with work and then sometimes work is slow. And so it's really difficult to be like, Hey, do you want to come work with me? You know, I can offer you 10 hours this week and five hours next week. And I don't even know what I can offer you the next hour after that. So I've really found a great tool to help me get enough work while I train someone new a new mom, bring her in to our team, bring her on board, get her up and running. And then I can bring the work back to her. Um, and it's been a great tool to use to help me just balance the amount of work as it comes in and keep the company flowing very um, organically. Wow. That is amazing. So you really know that balancing of outsourcing. And I just love that you, you are offering this opportunity for moms to basically work. And like you said, clock in and clock out, get the job done. I think that's awesome. No, it's it's been amazing. And so my, I have this massively transformative plan to, to bring back the middle class, which might be going above and beyond this podcast. But um, in doing that, like, I just feel like this company is a great start to just, you know, help as many people as possible, whether it's the businesses that are our clients that um, we're helping them understand how their business finances work, how money comes in and out of their business. What happens if they write a, you know, pay for something out of their personal account? Like, what does that mean for your business? And how does that affect your business? You know, so we're teaching our clients, how to run more profitable businesses. Um, where I'm coaching a team of, of awesome moms to develop a new skill and get a new trade. And so I'm super stoked about where we're going. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're serving on both ends, your team members and the people that you are working for. So that is awesome. Awesome. I love hearing how that evolved. That was a really good answer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I often ask the people I interview what problems you solve. So basically you kind of explained that very well, but what is a common problem that when a business owner comes to you and says, I need you to help with my books, what would you say is that number one or two common problems you see that they are having in their business? Um, Number one is always payroll. It's how do I hire that first person or I've been doing this on my own and I am way over my head. So payroll is usually the number one problem. And to be perfectly honest, we offer um, a third-party software application for that. Um, I'm not going to plug them now, but um, there is software out there. That's really what we do is we set up great software stacks for people and we utilize all of the technology that's out there to make everybody's lives easier. So number one is definitely payroll. How do you hire that first employee? What, you know, what do I need to do? What does that checklist look like? So we get them that checklist that get them hooked up with someone that can do their payroll, their payroll taxes and, and all the filings and stuff. 
at an incredibly cheaper rate than anyone could do it manually. So we don't even do that. We're like, we're going to first of all, save you money just by showing you how to either do your payroll cheaper or help you hire that first candidate. Um, and I think the other most important thing I do is really help business owners understand how money flows into and out of their business. Um, you know, whether they're a manufacturer or service provider, what is that break even point? Like what, what do I need to make every month to make my office rent, to make my, you know, my mortgage or my income goals and those kinds of things. And we just kind of lay out the basic financials of the business, understand, you know, what is, what is a profit and loss statement? What is your income statement? What, what makes up your, you know, cost of goods and all these types of things. So and so a little bit of financial education um, and, you know, definitely answering a lot of questions. I, my phone rings all the time from clients and I'm the first person they call when they have a question. It's what we do. We solve problems. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. It's, you know, and what a great um, relationship that you are building with your clients that when they're having that problem, they're like, okay, I can call Sarah. I'm going to call Sarah. <laughs> so that really shows that you have showed up for your people and, solved many problems in the past. So that is, and it, yeah, it used to stress me out a lot because people will call me all the time. And now I just smile because I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I solve problems and it's, it's always going to happen. Someone's always going to have a problem. I'm always going to be in business because of it. Um, and so I just do the best I can do showing up every day and having a positive attitude and, and really just, you know, doing the best I can for my clients and my employees. So, and the one thing I often want to give my listeners is something of value that, you know, obviously they can go to you and hire you because my goodness, who wouldn't need you in their lives? Um, but I've also for those who may not be at that point where they can, can hire on a bookkeeper or accountant and um, they're not at that stage yet. What are some things that they can do now that they could help get some other books in order? That is an excellent question, Danielle. And um, I would say there are a ton of apps out there that are available to help small business owners get their stuff together. So whether you like to work with pen and paper and you it's, it's basically about organizing it in some fashion. So whether that's pen and paper and a shoebox, I have had clients come in with literally garbage bags full of receipts and mail. Um, <laughs> so don't do it that way. But um, there are a ton of apps on your phone where you can take a picture. Um, there's like FreshBooks is free. So you can get in there and take a little tutorial. But don't be afraid to learn a little bit. Spend some time researching some apps. Um, I love Dext and HubDoc. Are, are, you know, it's a monthly subscription, so you will be paying a little bit. But there's something that's going to help you set up a system. You're going to pay, you know, $25 a month for a receipt capturing system. And it's, it's going to take a lot of that. Where did that receipt go? Um, oh my gosh, how much did I spend? It's going to help you centralize everything. And really that's the number one thing is to keep it all in one place. Even if you're not organized with it, <laughs> find, find a shoebox at the very least, not the garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a structured location. Yes, whether it's an app that you're, you know, you're paying for or your computer and you're on Excel or, or a pen and paper in a shoebox, like whatever it is that, that works for you, have that system and use it every time. That's the number one tip. <laughs> okay. Yes. So every single time. Yes. And I think that's probably where people get tripped up the most is they will do really good one week. And then the next week they're like, 
oops yep. <laughs> and that's yep and then you have to piece that back together you so do, you do okay I'm gonna give it a second tip actually when you said that because <laughs> the second tip is open yourself up a business credit card or a business bank account and keep those finances separate so if you are not organized and you have that oops week it's a lot easier to track down what you did spend or where that money went and came in um, than it would be if you're commingling it with your personal funds. And, and the IRS really recommends that you do that anyways. So if that is really the easiest step to do is open a business credit card and a business bank account, even if you have a $500 limit on that credit card, you know, and but keep those finances separate. Yeah, that's really good advice. Everybody hearing that, just like, you know, if you ever get an audit from the IRS and it's in your personal and it's mixed up, it gets way mm-hmm. more complicated. That's when you have to pay me a lot of money to untangle your your personal from your business. <laughs> Those are the uh, long days for you. Yeah, don't get in. We can untangle a lot of stuff, but don't get into that situation to begin with. Start today. If you have, if you opened your business earlier this year or last year and you haven't done it yet, start today. Go open that business bank account. Go open that business credit card. Keep those finances separate. It's getting towards the end of the year and everyone's going to be kind of thinking about taxes. And if they're not, they Mm -hmm. should. Um, What are some tips that you might have to prepare for taxes to make this go very smooth? Obviously keep all those receipts in in order. One and two definitely apply. Have a business bank account already. Um, And really that's it. It's just digging through. If you didn't do that already, it's just digging through all of your records and finding all the little pieces and then putting them in one place, whether that ends up being a shoebox once again, or an Excel file once again. Um, So if you're not doing it as you go along, you still have to do the work before you file your taxes. You just have to do it nine months later when you're like, what did Joe pay me to paint his fence? (laughs) So I, I, that happens all the time. I have clients and I'm like, please, please tell me what that $30,000 deposit was. And they're like, uh, no, you see that blank, that, that, uh, noise. You're like, oh no, but it happens. It really does. Like, I feel like I would know, but then I guess if that was me, you know, it could happen to me too. If I wasn't keeping track. (laughs) And I, I'm of the camp that I could totally see myself going to us. So it's like, um, yes, (laughs) it's a really good advice. Really good advice. You said when someone is ready to take on someone like a payroll, it's oftentimes when you see someone Mm -hmm. coming to you, did you say that they should come to you at a point before that? Like what, what would be your advice? Like at what threshold of your business would you say that someone is probably ready to take on a bookkeeper? Um, Excellent question. And really that depends on your goals as a business. Um, And that's a conversation that you have to have with yourself first, Danielle. And really like if your goal for your business is to grow your business 10 times this year, then you want to take on that person, even though you think you can't afford them yet, you want to take on that person yesterday because your time needs to be spent on growing the business and not in the finer details of where did my lunch receipt go? Where did my, you know, software subscription money go? Like what, what, whose 30,000 deposit was that? So if your goal is to grow your business fast and big, then you need to be thinking like you already own that that, that large business and that you're already running that business and you need to hire those people yesterday. If you are just, you know, kind of poking around with this as a side hustle, maybe this is going to move into something full-time, then definitely take your time seeing what, if you don't know how to do it, 
figure it out. If you can't figure it out, that's when you should ask for help. So it's really based on your business goals and where you want your business to go. So it's an individual answer. Yeah, it is. That's a really good point. And I think that is probably so true because I know I, I start off in the virtual assistant world. And so, you know, a lot of the virtual assistants, like our goal is to help free up the business owner so they can go off and do what they, they need to do for their business. And I think so much of what you're saying is too, is that like, look, we can take care of this stuff for you <laughs> so that you can do what you do and you don't have to worry about this stuff. And this stuff is really, really important to have. Right. Yes, it is. The IRS will tell you that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's all knowledge you can Google. So if you are in that self-starter bootstrapping phase of your business, you can literally Google how to do all of it. You don't need to hire an expert unless you are lost. Then I'll always hire that expert. Um, but if you're in that phase of your business where you're growing, you have massive goals, you're, you're, you're going to be, you know, hiring four people, not one. I mean, that's when you really hire that out and just trust hire, you know, do your research, get those reviews, and then you can have someone you can trust on your team. Cause it's really having that amazing team behind you. That's going to allow you to move to the next level. And that's what we love to do for our clients. So what would you say right now? I ask my guests this every time. What are you learning right now? And it could be a couple of things, but what is that big thing that you feel like you're learning right now? Um, I'm learning a lot right now. Um, but the one thing I was learning today, I am moving this week and I'm having to put together these loft beds for my boys. And so I've been listening to um, cryptocurrency for dummies. So I'm learning all about cryptocurrency. I have a passion for investments. And I, and I love to be studying about stocks. And so cryptocurrency is new to me. So that is what I'm learning all about blockchain. Like who knew? I didn't. Yeah. So like, what is the most interesting thing you have learned about cryptocurrency? Well, so I didn't know anything about blockchain and how it all works, but that it's not just like this currency that has this virtual currency that's been created. It's a technology that can be used to track so many different things from identity theft to like, you know, uh, any kind of, oh, what's, uh, what's the term, but like um, IP, intellectual property. Like, you know, if you write a document on your computer, a blockchain can actually go back and like prove that you were the one that wrote that document. So it's not just this cryptocurrency that you can like buy and sell like a, like a stock. There's so many different ways you can own it and different reasons to buy it and so many different things out there. So I don't know anything really about that yet, but just learning about where it came from and how cool that this technology is really going to rock our world. I'm stoked to be learning about awesome. it. I've heard that apply, I think, to artwork before, like digital artwork where they kind of, they're starting to use something like that so that they know they can like trace who originally made it. So did it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the technology behind it. It's exciting. Awesome. Well, I think that you have just, I, hopefully you have helped out somebody out there who has been just kind of wondering, what do I do? I feel out of my field in this area or even encourage that person who maybe all of a sudden their business is taking off or they have the intentions of it taking off to possibly talk to you and reach out to you and see how you could help them out. So I think that's awesome. Well, I would be really happy to talk with them. <laughs> so where can people find you? So if they were, you know, obviously I'll have this in the show notes, but can you tell us where, where do you hang out? 
online? That is such a great question, Danielle. I've, like I've said, my business has grown organically. Um, and I actually was part of a challenge this week that before I even made this interview with you, I was part of a challenge this week to get my online presence up and running so that people could find me and I could connect. Um, and so honestly, ah, it's not even there yet. My website, I started designing it two months ago and it's not even done yet. Um, but we do have a Facebook page. So making waves management, um, on Facebook, you can look us up there and we will have a website. I'm going to start a YouTube channel to help with these business owners, tips and tricks, growing your business, just some, some great information for people that are, you know, potentially looking for, um, a little help, that little extra to see, you know, get them where they want to go. That is excellent. Okay. So when your YouTube channel comes up, you have to email me the link to it so I can like, you know, sometimes you know, these podcast episodes are evergreen. So someone in a year from now might be listening to you and they can find your YouTube. Yes. Well, they, yeah. So Google making waves management group, um, at some point, if you're listening to this and you want to hear more information as I'm getting an online presence, um, going at this moment. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I will spend forever making a website and I'll be like, oh yeah, clients. I need clients. <laughs> so we would make a good team, Danielle. <laughs> yeah, we would. We would. I would, I would make everything look really good. And now all your vlogs and everything. And yeah, that's I have to I have to push myself to really, you know, reach out. And I, I've learned a lot over the years. But yeah, I have I had to tell myself to get out of that rut. So that's funny. Now I'm getting out of my rut of being helping everybody and being like, let's help me. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I should have a website. I just love it. I totally I should. <laughs> everybody else has one. Good God. <laughs> but you know, I think this is also a really good testament that we think sometimes we need those websites and we need to have our online presence like way up here before our business could take off. And I think that you are such a good example. Like it's good to have that, but it's not the all in all also. So, yeah, no, I definitely grew my business pretty organically, slowly, but surely for like two or three years before I um, was like, okay, this has to go bigger because there's more people to be helped. And so now it's time to start that process. So. I love it. I love it. Well, this is such a good time to let the world know you're, you're, <laughs> you're coming online. She's going to be out. <laughs> yes. yeah. Look for me. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for this. And it was just such a blessing to talk to you. And same here, Danielle. All right. Sarah Walker was awesome. And I may have had a little too much fun in this episode. I am looking back and trying to think, did I drink a ton of coffee before this? But honestly, Sarah Walker is just such a calm, delightful person to talk to. And you can tell right away that it would be easy to trust her with your books. And she really has so many great tips. I love the fact that if she sees a way for you to manage your books, on a cheaper level than just working through her. She will give you the tools and the resources you need and the systems to help you grow. So I think that's just awesome. And what's even more awesome, she has her website up. So I checked in with Sarah before I launched this whole episode and she says that website is up and her YouTube channel is up. So she has some fresh content on her YouTube channel for you to check out and you can learn even more from her. So go support Sarah Walker and all that she's doing. And hey, if you need a bookkeeper or the services she provides, connect with her today because she is ready and you could tell that she's pretty awesome. So 
check her out. As always, I'm just your friendly podcast manager over here. If you're someone who has a podcast and would love to just get to the place where you can sit down, record, have fun, and have everything else pretty much taken care of, I am your girl. Or maybe you're thinking of launching your podcast and it's not that you don't know how to do it. It's just that time and maybe you don't know how to do it. Who knows? Who knows where you're at? Either way, I would love to talk to you and see how we can work together. And if you are a business owner or know a business owner who would just love to be on this podcast and would be a great fit, I have an application for them to fill out and a whole process where we can get them on this podcast, let people know about what they're doing and just really build that directory for discovery calls so that this could be a really great place for business owners to find their next service provider. All right, you know what to do. Share this with your people. Share this with your network. Let the world know about Discovery Call, and I will see you next week on Discovery Call.